Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. Welcome. It's today's episode of Your Daily Scrum with professional scrum trainers, Todd Miller and Ryan Ripley. We get together each and every day. We talk a little bit about scrum to help you get a little bit better with scrum. Uh, like and subscribe so you never miss a video. Uh, check out the description for more information about Todd and I, our book, Fixing Your Scrum, classes that we teach through scrum.org and a bunch of other cool stuff in there. Check out our community, community.agileforhumans.com. It is the place to go to talk about Scrum Agile. And now there's a Kanban section. So check that out. It's free, right, Todd? Free. Free. All right. That's good intro stuff. Hold on a second. Before we get into our topic, Todd, we had a question that came in through the comments. Mm -hmm. I thought, you know what? We should answer. Sometimes we should do those live, right? So Alexandra Ivanovic, I hope I said that right, Alexandra, asked, what was hanging on my door behind me? <laughs> and I thought, what a challenging question. Um, what these are, uh, my family took a Hawaiian cruise um, before COVID, uh, right before COVID started. And these are... Um, these are lays. These are cloth lays. So instead of the flowers, these were made with ribbon and they were selling these on the cruise ship. And my kid said, yes, dad, we'll get these and take care of them. And then they ended up hanging them all on my door in my office. So that's what those are. They are lays from Hawaii, handmade um, by a very nice lady on, on the cruise ship. And so that's what's hanging on the door uh, behind me. And now there's a, uh, my kids play football so it's a pop warner hat behind me but uh they're lays pretty cool huh todd i never knew that i've just seen hank attack them hank loves going after the ribbons which is why i probably leave them up there so all right todd the situation room we have a situation tell us about the interview the interview all right so you're a uh, you're interviewing for a scrum master position uh and uh it's for a pretty small company and they're fairly new to scrum and what you find out towards the end of the interview is that they're asking you to be the scrum master for five teams, mm. each of which has four to five members and all teams are working on the same product and they have the same product owner. Uh, as stated, the teams are fairly new to scrum. Um, 
So the, the question that we asked here is, what do you do? Which follow-up question would you ask and how would you proceed, Brian? Yeah, this one's kind of tricky, right? And so when I think about in an interview situation, five teams, each team has four to five members, same product owner. Um, my head's probably swimming with questions, right? I'm going to want to know um, a lot of different things. So I, I think what I would do here first is not get all kind of judgmental and go, hey, I saw on a video with those two bald guys that that's a bad practice. I wouldn't go down that path. Um, I, I don't think that's valuable. Um, but what I would do is just say, look, I, I'm glad we all agree that this isn't optimal. Uh, and I'm certainly aware of budget constraints. Can I ask some questions about these teams? Right? I'd like to know about the maturity of each team. Are they delivering? Are they in good shape? Um, are there some new teams and some mature teams? Are they all brand new? Are they all fairly mature? Um, are they working well with the product owner? Like what is the current, I want to know the current situation, right? Um, I also want to know, would there be an opportunity to work with people on these scrum teams uh, to perhaps get one or two of them to take on some of the scrum master accountabilities mm -hmm. as we work and the company grows and we eventually find that budget to hire another scrum master? Like, is that a possibility that we could start growing internal scrum masters if we don't have the budget or, or, or the capability of hiring outside. Like, is that, could I set up a community of practice? Could I start, you know, helping others learn? Could I teach some training classes? Is, is leveling up a possibility there as well? Um, how's the current product performing in the market? Is, so do we have some EBM metrics that we can look at to see how things are actually going? Do we have real data or just intuition? Um, I, and, and I think those are the types of questions I would work through to show that I'm open to this possibility but I would like to to have, I want to see how the appetite is for actually having real data to show the real situation. And can I take um, an opportunity to teach and train others on how to possibly fill those accountabilities as well? What do you think, Todd? Uh, where do I start? I mean, you said a ton of stuff there, right? Um, <laughs> I usually do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I would really be inclined to start to dig in and ask questions about this product. Um, I think I, I think I'd go in a little bit different direction. I'd want to know, um, I'd want to know like what's uh, how often are we shipping this product? I, I, I'd want to know the, about the product to see if I can figure out symptoms of what's happening behind the scenes with the process. Yep. Um, because I think that if they're shipping the product and they're genuinely have reasonably happy customers or or maybe they're trying to chase a new market segment. I mean, there's a lot of different factors that could go in here. And I think the product, knowing what the state of the product would, would be pretty good indicators what the state of the teams are, right? If the product's filled with bugs and it seems like there's a lot of technical debt and like you can smell in the hallways that there's confrontation all over the place. Like what are their biggest problems with the product? What are the biggest strengths? What are the biggest weaknesses? Um, what are customers generally saying? How do they get customer feedback as it stands today? Who gets the customer feedback? Is the product owner a, a, able to be a product owner? Um, and then I probably really start asking very pointed questions about expectations around my role as a scrum master there. Am I just a tool administrator or am I there to help clear the path and of organizational impediments stopping this team down? So I think I would drill product in um, because I think that I could pick up a lot of smells from the, uh, from, from the state of the product. And, and maybe the, if they can't answer some of those questions, that might that might tell me some things, too, about where they're at as far as mindset in the organization. So. 
Yeah, I like it. I think a combination of product, process, team. Um, I, I think in any case, you know, Todd typically goes in that really good product direction. I, I start thinking probably too tactical too quickly. I think if you combine the two approaches, you're going to land in a really good place. Um, yeah. But I think the idea here is you need to ask a lot of questions and find out expectations. And because I, I think ultimately it's going to be very difficult to fulfill all of the accountabilities of a scrum master with five teams, regardless of many of the answers to these questions. Is that fair, Todd? Yeah. Yeah. And so you need to figure out what they're expecting of you and, and really level set those expectations early. Um, but yeah, I think you dig and you ask good questions, especially mm-hmm. like the ones that Todd asked about product and uh, you sort yeah. through it. Yeah. It's okay to say no. Yeah. And if it doesn't sound right, if it sounds like um, they're really looking for a program manager or a project manager, and that's not where your heart's at, there's a lot of opportunity out there right now. There is. There is. Right. How about some end screen action here? Let us know in the comments. How would you handle this situation? What are the questions you would ask? Did Todd and I miss something? Uh, Maybe there's a question that you would ask that would really bring clarity to the situation. We'd love to hear about it below in the comments. Like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Check out the socials. Uh, Things seem to be calming down on LinkedIn and Twitter, so it might be safe to go back into those waters. Um, Some videos are going to pop up. It's our framework course and our EBM course. Both are free and uh, really great resources if you're looking to learn about Scrum or the EBM framework. Hey, a a hoodie might be popping up in the middle of this board, too. The merch store is live. Pretty cool, huh? Mm -hmm. We've got all sorts of merch. And uh, we hope you check that out, too. All right. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go forward, do some great scrum things, ask good questions in your interviews, and we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you. Todd, myself, and Will Seeley have put together an evidence-based leadership course. Now, this one's really exciting for us. As you all know, Todd and I and Will, we're all huge on evidence-based management. We think it is the next big innovation in the Agile space. But what we've noticed is the application at multiple levels has been troubling, at least for certain organizations. And what we want to do is make it simpler. And so evidence-based leadership is the course to come to if you want to get immersed into data-driven decision-making, the ability to actually validate that value is being delivered, to look at your ability to innovate and to deliver to the marketplace, and to actually identify and act on opportunities in the market that you may not know about. And say closing that satisfaction gap with your customers, finding new channels, and using data to drive those decisions rather than guesses, hunches, and conjecture. And so we want you to join this course. We've got multiple offerings coming up this year. The link is simple. It's agileforhumans.com slash EBL course. Jump in there. Use the code agile4humans, the number four, and you can take uh, 15% off the price of the class. So not only is it a new offering that we've discounted already, go ahead and take another 15% off because you're a valued listener. We can't wait to see you there.